Makutei Sichus, Chedek Yudeis, Parshas Tazria, Sicha Alch. Tanan Mesachas Negoyim, in Beheres Kodman Le Sar Lavin, Tami, in Sar Lavin Kodman Le Beheres Tahar. It's referring to the halachas of Tsaras. So the halacha by Tsaras is that first you need to get the white mark in the skin, and if afterwards the hair which is in that mark turns to white, then the person is Tami. But if the order is reversed, meaning that he first has, the, his hair turns white, and then only afterwards the white mark, the patch of white skin appears, then he's going to be tahar. So the mission is discussing now what happens if it's a suffix. So that's, so that's what it says. In So if the beheres precedes the white hair, then he's tahar. But if the white hair is first, and then only afterwards does the Beharis come, does the white mark come, then he'll be tar. Im Safik, Tame. And if it's a Safik, so the Tanakama says you're Tame. Rabbi Yeshua, Kiha. Rabbi Yeshua says Kia. Now, what does Kia mean? So, Mefarish Mimar, my Kia, Kia Vatar. Kia means, he says, it's unresolved. And since it's unresolved, Vatar, it's going to be pure. So, the word Kia in, in over here means. The saras itself is unresolved what the halacha would be, and therefore it's tar. Aye, so why if it's a suffix, does Yeshua hold it's automatically tar? So a time of Yeshua, mevar big marsha. On Amar Krat, letar letamai. Hev, pasach, by a kos betar tchila. The pasach says letar letamai. And since the pasach starts off with the word betara, it's teaching us that the default is tar. Meaning is that you always assume the person is tar. So if there's a suffix, the, the pasach is telling you that he's going to be tar, unless you know for sure that he's tamai. So Masachas Bab Mitzia, that was the Mishnah in Negoyim. So there's a Gemara Bab Mitzia. It says like this: Kam lifluga b'msifta durakia im beheres kod kaidemis l'sar lavan tamei im sar lavan kaidem the beheres tahar. So the Mish the psifta durakia says like this: This is the Allaha, and everyone agrees to it. That if the beheres comes first, then you're tamei. But if the white hair comes first, then you will be tar. What if it's a suffix? So Hakadosh Baruch Hu Amar Tahar. So if it's a Safik, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says Tahar, which would be the same as Rabbi Yeshua. Vekula Mesif Derkia Amar Tami. Which would they, the Mesif Derkia, the heavenly court, would say Tami, which is the same as the Tanakama. So since it was Machlekes, they need someone to be Machria, someone to make a decision. Amar Man Neichach, who can make the decision? So he says Neichach Rabbi Bar Lachmeni. So they said we need they sent the Shliach to get Rabbi because he said I am a Yachid, I am an expert in the Goyim, I am an expert in the Lachis of Tuma, which is an oil, which is in a tent. So they sent the Shliach and the Gemara goes through the whole story. And the uh, how, uh, and basically what happened is as his Neshama was going, his leaving his body, he said Tahar Tahar. So lachar tmoa, ich shayech shem sifter ki yiflugu al kadosh baruch hu, umayas bara shabba banachmeni yachriya bnei So two shayos. First of all, what does it even mean that the masifter yurkiya can argue on Hashem? Isn't the whole purpose of the masifter yurkiya to fulfill Hashem's ratzon? So if Hashem is telling you this is my ratzon, how are they arguing on Hashem? And second of all. How could Rabbi Bar Nachmeni be Machriya? How does Rabbi Bar Nachmeni know better than Hashem and better than the Masif Terukiya what the Ratzon of Hashem is? Siv Beis. Hine, you do a b'inyan achra b'beis deis hamen negadais zelazeh, hamenagdais zelazeh. She'ein perusha she'amachriya maskim l'achas 
So this is an interesting idea. He says, we always know the halacha is kedivya ha So he says, what does a machriya mean? Machriya does not mean that he's picking like one of the two decisions. Like, oh, I, I agree with the Tanakama, or I agree with the second opinion. Rather, machriya means that he has within his own pshat, he has both within it. And therefore, the Allah is going to be with him because he's basically the rabbin. Because he has both of those opinions within his own opinion. So everyone agrees essentially to what he's saying. He says, this is the reason the Lach is like the Divin Machriya, because he has both opinions within him. Even the opinion that will argue Lemaskana and Bepoel Mamish says a different opinion, but, as, but essentially, it's not the opposite. He agrees with the, with the Machri, and therefore the Lacha will be like him. So we're going to be an example of how we see the souls in Chassidus. We have the three Midas, Chassid, Gvur, and Rachamim, which is Teferis. And we know that Teferis incorporates both. And therefore, also is able to machri if there's an argument. He says, So even though Rachmim at Maskana is agreeing with Chesed because it says you should be Mashpia to all of them, just like Chesed, but nonetheless, it still has Gvura within it because essentially it has the same Sfar. Abir Midas achasa. We have to explain what the difference of these midas are, and then we can understand how rachamim is the machria. Midas achasa roya toiv b'chaladim, or meila kulam ruuyim lahashpais tav achasa. Midas achasa basically sees the good. So if there's a court case, should this person get something good, or should the person be punished? The midas achasa automatically sees the good which is in the in the person, and he sees the the good as the main aspects and, and the important parts of, of of the individual, and therefore he says. Give him good. Either some type of uh, bad within him. That's very, very secondary. The main essential. That's very chetzonius. It's very external. That is the main essence of this individual. Is chassid. Therefore, you should give him. Then mitzagvur argues because his inyan is to be very particular. Until he says, even the heaven cannot be clean and pure in his eyes. Meaning, his mitzagvur is going to look at all the details, and say, look, this person is not completely deserving because he has certain things that are wrong. Yes, he has good, but how could he get this good thing? He didn't um, keep to all of the conditions. You know, like an example, a person applies, let's say, for a government grant. So, and he comes and he gives the, the grant in. So one type of individual, and then there's a mistake. He has a spelling mistake, it's say, inside of the, um, the application. So one type of uh, agent will look at it and say, oh, it's just a spelling mistake, big deal here. Just fix it up, initial it, give it back in. Why? Because he realized the main thing is for this person that uh, lost his job because of uh, COVID-19, the main thing is that this person should have some uh, money. The second government official will say, oh, the name's wrong. So he spelled it wrong. Sorry, we can't give you the application. You know, come back in six weeks again. We'll start the application process again because you spelled your name wrong. So he's missing the essential point, but he's right, because essentially the law is you need to have the name correct within the application. And since the, the, the name is wrong, you can't get it. 
While Mitzvah Rachamim is not saying that this person is right, he agrees. The application was filled out wrong, he, Taka does not get it, he does not deserve it, he, he did something wrong. Uh, he's not going to say, oh, the, he, he, you know, the, the essential aspect over here is done. This person needs tzedakah, you guys, needs the, the money. And uh, no, he doesn't look at the good with it in the person. Rather, he's looking at the rules. The rules are, he did it wrong, he can't get the money. But he comes with Tzad, third, third angle. He looks at the Rachman, he says, Ay, Rada Rachman, this person doesn't have a tzedakah, and he's suffering, he, he should get it. Not because he fits the criteria, rather it's because of Rachmanis, because of the pity which is on that person. And therefore, Therefore, Mitzah Gvura does not argue with that. Mitzah Gvura doesn't argue that the person is a Rachmanis or not a Rachmanis. He's just saying he didn't fill out the conditions. So Mitzah Tver says, correct, he didn't fill it out properly, but we should give it to him anyway. So even Gvura will say, you're right, he didn't fill it out properly, but if you're saying that he should deserve it for another reason, then fine. So now we can also understand with the Achra of Rabba Barnachmeni between Hashem and the Mesifta that Rabba says Tar Tar, it's not because he's saying the same thing that Hashem says. Rather, he's saying a third opinion. But this third svara includes within it Hashem and the Mesif I, How could he be the Machriya? How could he be the one that has a svara which is, incorporates both of them? This is Kedis it's the Gemara says, who is present? Rabbi Barnachmeni. Because Rabbi Barnachmeni says, I'm an expert in the Goyim and in all lives. Meaning, besides this, that Rabbi was an expert, therefore he's able to make a Chiddush of a third Svara, which is able to have both of the previous Svaras within them. And this is what we're going to explain in the coming Sifim, what exactly was his Hasbara. And how is that connected to the idea that Ani Yochi bin Nagoyim? Dalit. Beyuvin Zeb Hektam Hamavur Belukutu Tayyad Pashasenu. Beinyan Hakadosh Baruchu Masif Terakia. Asher Kadosh Baruchu Bechinas Alakul Shalomaylo Ma'ilas Bechinas Seivu Kalamim. Shachay Nikr B'Shem Kadosh Baruchu Lefishu Hu Kadosh Umiv the Ba'ilamis. So explains in the Chesidish Parsha of Lukutu Tayyad this week the differences Baruchnius between these two Inyanim. He said Kadosh Baruchu is the idea of Alakus which is higher than the world. It's the level of soivul kamim. Therefore, it's called kaddish, meaning is it's separated, it's something which is higher and separated from the world, and does not follow the rules of our world. While the ur which is in masifta derkia, that is the ur which is be'erich to the elamis, that would be the level of mamalikal amin. This is the ur that we would, the energy, the life energy within this world that we experience. Or in other words, Soiv of Kolamim is how Hashem looks at the world. Many times Soiv of Kolamim is referred to the ruts and the will of Hashem. 
And it's what Hashem wants in the world and the energy that comes into the world because of Hashem's desire that this world should be here. The Mamalek is how the world is, even in a Pneumistika way, how we are as individuals with limited intellect, etc., are able to connect to Hashem. So it's our view of the world. Now we can understand why Hashem says Tar, while the Mesiftata says Tameh. It says, Tuma comes because of Yashis, arrogance. And the way it had become tar is to go into the mikveh. Because tefillah, the Indian of going to the mikveh is the Indian of bitl, nullifying one's Yashis. Meaning, Yashis is about, it's all about me, my opinion, what I think. While bitl means putting myself aside. And by putting yourself aside, then, then you're able to be a conduit for Hashem's message. So therefore, he says, when there is a doubt, if the person's tahar tami, what does tahar mean? Tahar means that he has bitl, and therefore he's able to have the energy of Hashem flow within him. Tami means that it's, he has yashas, and therefore he cannot have the energy of Hashem within him. So in a situations where there's a safik, the mesifta direki will say tami. Why? He says, because the or which is in the world, which is the or which is musik, able to be a, that's the or which the Mesifta understands and it relates to. The whole purpose of that light is that we are individuals. We do have Bichira uh, we do have choice. And therefore, we're able to make a decision to do what Hashem wants or not to do what Hashem wants. We see ourselves as separate. And the greater the bitl that you have in the world, meaning is the more you're able to put yourself on the side and do what Hashem wants. But the very fact that I'm saying, I'm putting myself on the side, I'm going to do what Hashem wants, that means essentially I'm something separate. But I will mavatal, I will mavatal what I want for what Hashem wants. So therefore, in the Psifta Dirkiya says, what's the default of this world? The default of the world is that tame, meaning is you're all about yourself. You have a decision, you have the decision, should I just continue being about myself, or should I work on myself and make a decision, again, me, make a decision to be, um, do what Hashem wants. Therefore, if there's a suffix, the assumption is, uh, you have to go back to the chazaka, and the chazaka is, that, that it, it's, it's a yash. Therefore, if there's a doubt, or chashash of the person is tame, which this itself, that there's a chashash that he's tame, that itself is a proof that he's not how he should be. Look at R15. That a person doesn't, there no one is chashash a person unless there's something about that chashash. Meaning is if you're chashash a person that he did something wrong, then there's some, something, maybe not exactly what you're assuming that he did wrong, but there's something there. So who tamei mesafik al kapani? And therefore, the lach would be he's tamei mesafik. This is according to the shittas ramam. Many argue, but according to the ramam, as we'll discuss later in the sicha, who passes like the mesifta he would be tamei. But kadosh baruch hu amr shahu tar ki bechinas or shalamayla ma'ila ma'is eni nasa makin liyashas. He says, with Hashem, we say it's tar. Why? Because with Hashem, it's the or which is higher than the Eilimus. And therefore, the whole purpose of the or which is above the Eilimus, which creates the Eilimus, it sees in the world only what Hashem wants. It says, this world is really just an expression of Hashem's ratzim. 
So all it sees really is all the, even the Indian that there's yeshus in the world, everything that there is, it's really just to give Hashem pleasure, for Hashem to make a dirba tachtain, whatever Hashem's uh, ratzen is. Therefore, the default is everything in this world is really just an expression of Hashem wants. So unless you know for sure that this thing is going against what the ratzen is, the default is it's really doing what its essence is. And it's the essence of everything in this world is, is Hashem. And that's the idea of bitl mimitzias. Bitl mimitzias means that the whole essence of the person is, um, is for Hashem. Therefore, if you don't know, we have to assume it's tar. He says this itself, that it's called that means it has a connection to the world. Because they're saying it's to the world. So that means there, there is some type of connection. In other words, what we're trying to say is Almin is the idea of Halem, Hashem being hidden. Soiviv is how Hashem sees the world as everything has a purpose. So what we're trying to say is, and the Rebbe will give um, more details, is that even Soiv of Kolam has a recognition that the world is an union of Helen. It just looks at this Helen, this hiddenness of Hashem, as part of the purpose. But he recognized, meaning is that the purpose is that you should take the Helen and choose to do what Hashem wants. Or choose, reveal within the Helen that it's really Elokos. But he recognizes that there is this aspect of Helen that Hashem being hidden. Um, Therefore, he says, you call that a Kaddish Baruch that he separated. Why do you say that, that he separated from the world? This that you need to say that he separated, obviously, that it's something that essentially can have a connection to the world. Meaning is, if I say about a person, oh, this person is such a tzaddik, you would never steal. Why would I say that? It's Elamai, because most people probably do steal or could steal, but this person is such a tzaddik, he would never steal. But I'm giving him a compliment or saying that he's not shaykh to stealing only because this is something that essentially is shaykh to him. But I wouldn't give him a compliment with something which is not, not even connected uh, to a human being. I wouldn't say, oh, he's such a tzaddik, he doesn't um, fly in the air. N- no connection. So this that we're saying that it's soiv of kolamim, or that it's a kaddish baruch, that Hashem is separated from the world, means is that in this union of being separated, there's a connection to the helam. As I said before, because even a kaddish baruch realizes that he has to separate himself from the helam. That there is an aspect of helam. He just knows that the purpose of the helam is for what Hashem wants. Because if there's no connection all to the world, you wouldn't even be able to say that he's separated. Separated from what? There's no connection. Right? You're not going to say to a rock, oh, a rock is uh, not connected to Seichel. Uh, there's no connection to, from, a, from a rock to Seichel. From this is understood that the bitl of the Eilimus that comes beside this R even though, as we said, it's a bitl of a metzias, but this is not in a way that it completely negates the oilimus from, essentially. Rather, there is a certain metzias of the world. What we're just saying is that the metzias of the world is batal to Hashem. Meaning, is, as, as I said, even Soiva Kalaman realizes that there is a world, this is the Lashon Helam. It just recognizes that the whole purpose of this Helam is for Hashem, but it knows that there's Helam. 
But higher than this level is the bitl that comes mitzad at smusai muhusi spark, which is not in the gather of ilumis at all. Because this bitl that comes mitzad at muhusai spark, it completely negates essentially anything which is outside of Hashem. Meaning that when Atzmusay Muhusay Isbarach looks at Helem, it doesn't see it as Helem. It doesn't see, oh, this is something which is um, hiding Hashem. It's hiding what Hashem's true rutsin is. It just, it just has a purpose. The purpose is to work on the Helem. The purpose is to be mezgaber on the Helem and therefore reveal higher kaychus within the person. Rather, it re- the Helem itself is really just another expression of, of Hashem. So when the union of or being Hashem being more revealed or Hashem being hidden is not really one does not essentially have a greater quality over the other. They're both really just expressions of the essence of Hashem. Hashem has the ability to hide himself, Hashem has the ability to make himself revealed. And Mitzadat Smusa they're both equal. It's only when we start connecting to the, the idea of or, either our Saiviv and our Mamale, when these are expressions of Hashem being revealed, then it becomes a difference. How much is being revealed? And the less that's revealed, that's bad. This is not so with the bitl that comes mitzadah, that this gives a mitzias to the oilamis. He realizes that there is an inyan of oilamis, it's just that this mitzias is completely battle to Hashem. Meaning is, battle means it's express, battle always means the idea of expressing Hashem's will. So the halim expresses what Hashem wants. But the idea of Helen, of hiding Hashem, is not, is not, is not an Indian of godliness. Therefore, it says regarding Atzmusa Yispark, we don't use the word Echad, which is, means one. But it means a one which is combined of many, of many uh, items, but it's all unified as one. He says the word echa doesn't show that there's nothing else at all. Because one, there's such an idea of one, the counted one. So I say there's one item here, it doesn't mean that there can't be two, it's just the pile, there's one. So when we say Hashem Echad, what we're trying to say is that all the Eulamis are unified with Hashem. So he said that there's the seven heavens and the earth, that's the letter Ches. Uh, so the Aleph, of course, would be Hashem. The Ches, which is eight, refers to the seven heavens and the one earth. And then the Dala would be the Dala Ruchas Eilams, the four directions. And um, they are completely unified with Hashem, who is the master of the world. He is the Echad, the He of Echad. So this type of unity is only shayach with the or which is within the gather of elements. He says the mitzad the inyan of atzmusay husay spark it's always just it's one it's one singular there's nothing else besides Hashem because this is what we're been explaining mitzad or. Even Or Hatzayviv, there's the union of Ar, and then there's the union of Halam. So already you have two things there. But Mitzan Hashem, Atzmusa, Mahusa Yisbarch, Or and Halam are really just 
they are Hashem. They're completely unified with Hashem. That's not really separate items. So when you say there's Echad and there's made up of seven heavens and Shemayim, by saying all these divisions, you're basically saying that there's different divisions, but they're unified with Hashem because they're all expressing really what Hashem wants. But this itself that you're saying that they are expressing what Hashem wants shows that they're really something separate. There's a certain amount of Helem which is within them, but ultimately their purpose is what Hashem wants. But again, that's a unity of parts to a certain degree. It's not Chatz V'Shalom. Uh, parts of union uh, of of union uh, you know, of being work of, of physical parts or parts of even spiritually to complete perfect unity because we know Hashem is unity but we're saying the union inside the level of echad relative to yachid it wouldn't be the same level of uh, of unity because ultimately it's all one vav api anal yeshlovar b'derech efshar it says, according to this, we could explain the Chiddush, what Rabbah said, Tahar Tahar. And it's not the same thing that Hashem said, Tahar. Therefore, it's specifically the Das of Rabbah, which is Machriya. He says, the level of that the bitl of comes from the level of Achad, meaning is that there is they are there are Eilamas. It's just that the purpose of the Eilam, the purpose of the Halam is to express Hashem. So then there's a certain Tfisas Makim. There's a certain value to the Eilamas. Because again, the, the purpose of the Eilamas is to fill Hashem wants. Therefore, the way how the Eilam understands. Hashem also has a certain tefisas mocking. Uh, if not, Hashem wouldn't have made it. So even the limited memala, even Tzayv of Kalaman realizes there's a certain value in memala Kalaman because it's part of what Hashem needs to fulfill his ratzen. It's Indians to learn the same way as we learn in our world. Meaning is it has to be in a way how Havana Basaga needs to make sense. So they say Amri Tami. Even though they know Hashem says tar, meaning is, they look at the world, and they they know how the world is that we feel ourselves as separate and as our own individual uh, beings. So even though uh, it, Hashem is telling them tar, but that's not the way how they feel. But the revelation, how it is Mitzahad Hashem, that really the whole purpose of the world and essentially everything is really one, and when you look deep enough within the person, you see the essence of the person is not a yesh, but the true essence of the person is that he's really one with Hashem. But the Masifta Durakiyah does not see that. Therefore, since it's not understood in their seichel, therefore they cannot paskin that way. Look at Ha'ar 23. That the, the Gemara says in Erevin that the Lacha wasn't like Rameir. I, Rameir was the greatest genius in his time. So the reasoning was because they weren't able to understand him completely. So therefore, since they couldn't understand him, they couldn't paskin like him. So same thing. The Mesifta Durakiyah knows what Hashem is saying, but they have to paskin according to what they understand. And they understand differently. Madrega, which is Mamali, the Sfar is that it should be Tami as we explained in Sivdalad. 
Masha Enkin, Rabba Barnach Menin Shihaya, Yachim Benegayim, Hainu, Shahaya Bamukhinus, Yachach Ena Begeda Alman Klal, Lagabim Hinazu Ena, Eilimus, Vahasechel Shmem takes the Makam Klal. Lachin Svarasa, Shahaba Hachuria, Dasam Siftirkia. Kilio Shahaya Mukhinus Yachit, Lachim Himship Hinazu Gamba Eilimus, Ubasechel Shalahem. So he says something interesting here. He says, Rabba was Yachid Benegayim. What does that mean? That means the union of Yachid, he was able to see the union of Yachid even within the Negoyim. So meaning, the perfect unity of Hashem, how he's not even, together he was able to perceive that even within the union of Negoyim. So he basically has both levels, right? He has, it's really higher than both. Right? So on one hand, it's the union of uh, of the Masif, uh, of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that he sees the purity because he sees ultimately that everything is of Hashem. On the other hand, he's within this world. He sees the nega. He's able to see the bittel of the elamis. He's able to see the yeshes as both of them are really just are, are part of a tzmusa imhusa yisparch. So he, in other words, he doesn't see. He sees the helam, but the helam itself is really in yuftar because the helam itself is really Hashem. So there's a difference. Mitzada, how Rabbi learned sees it in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. A Kaddish Baruch Hu sees the helam as something separate. But he understands, but he says that what's the purpose of it? The purpose of the Helem is to do what Hashem wants. So therefore, the default is, of course, always going to be tar, because the purpose is, is to be tar. So unless it's mamish going against what Hashem wants, we know that it's tummy and it's not. The person chose wrong, and it's tummy and, and we see clearly that it's not fulfilling Hashem Ratzin. The default is, of course, the whole purpose of it is to fulfill Hashem's Ratzin, therefore Yatar. While according to Rabbi Nachman, he's looking at a deeper level. He says that even Mitzad, the union of Helam itself, it's not that the Helam will bring, or the purpose of the Helam is for something which will do what Hashem wants. But rather, the Helam itself, really, it itself is a part of Hashem. Therefore, he says, even Mitzad, the world, it's, it's Tahar. Because even Mitzad, the world, which is Mitzad, the union of Helam Behester, the Helam Behester, he's saying, yeah, I, I know this is Helam Behester. I agree with what you're saying, Masifta Durakia, that this person is a yesh. He's a grub he's, he's a grub a yesh. But this grub a yesh is really just an expression of a tsmusa mhusa yisbarh. So Hu Alderh Psak din Rav, Shakshulu Hatam, Shasak, So there's a, an idea that Rav, sometimes you see the Shasak Rav, that they the Rav had an opinion, they asked a shail, which he couldn't answer. So he said he was quiet. But nonetheless, he doesn't retract on his psag din. And, and he, even sometimes the lachas like him. So the shaila is, if Rav couldn't answer the question, why didn't he say, you know what, I'm wrong. And even more so, why did the poisim say, oh, still the halacha is like Rav, even though he couldn't answer the question. So the pshat is, because Rav couldn't answer the question, but he still intellectually knew he's right. He understood what he was saying so well, he realized it was right. He just didn't have an answer for one of the, the questions that I had. Like, for example, I know that there's a son. Ah, you can ask me a strong Shaila that the sun's not there? Okay, but I still know I have to come up with an answer. Right now, I don't have it. So similarly, it was the same thing by Rabbi Nachmeni. He saw within the Indian of Edegoyim, he saw the Indian of Yachid. I, right now, we might not be able to explain that intellectually, how could the Indian of Yashus be part of Hashem? But he sees that, and therefore that's what the Walacha would be. Uh, this is what we're saying that he was yachid in the Nagayim, meaning is the Indian of Nagayim didn't just shine within the Eilimus, but even within the Nagayim, even that, that which was the opposite of Hashem. 
opposite of uh, of tar. Now we can understand another diak. Why Hashem says tar once, why Rabbah said it twice. Kaddish Baruch Hu says tar because he's saying it's tar mitzad the Mailam Islands. Meaning is he's looking at the Pneumius, the, the, the ultimate purpose of the world. So he's saying it's tar. Aye, but if you actually were in this world and you're living in this world, you wouldn't see that purity. But he's not talking about this world. He's talking about how it truly is. Well, Rabbah says tar twice because he sees how it is above, but he also sees within this world itself how it's part of Hashem. Therefore, he says tar tar. That if, if there's a doubt, if the hair, white hair came first or the uh, patch came first, uh, Tahar, um, which was the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua and also Rabbah, so we learned it out from the end of this week's parsha because it says Latar Latam and it says Latar first, therefore the default is for the person to be Tahar. So, so we have a rule that the end is wedged in the beginning, and the beginning is wedged in the end, like similar to a circle. The idea being is that there's a very, always a very strong connection between the beginning and that which is the conclusion. So we should connect the beginning of this week's parsha, which talks about a woman um, coming pregnant and she gives birth to a zahar. Uh, and the Chazal learned from that that when the Isha is Mazriya Trila, when she is Mazriya first, then you give birth to a zahar. But if it's the Ish which is Mazriya Trila, then they would give birth to Nekeva. So we'll connect that with our Allah that we were discussing until now. Uh, we have a rule, everything in Gashmias that comes from the source, how they are in Ruchnias. Which is a of Israel. He says, This that we have by a man and a female, Kipshutai, then when we're saying that when the woman is Masriya first, uh, that has the Maila that she will give birth to a male, that's also Beruchnia. So we by Hashem, who is the Ish, and Kness Israel, that's the Isha. Uh, meaning that there is a quality in the void of the Knesset Yisrael, the, the Yidin, which is where the Isha that um, sows first, that through us first doing our part, that is greater. There's at least there's a Maila, an important Maila, over when Hashem gives us a Hamshacha uh, of godliness into our world, which that would be the idea of the man. Um, Sewing first. So when it starts from the Vedas Yisrael, Vedas Halamata, that has a Maila uh, over when Hashem sends the inspiration to us. 
And therefore, dafka through Ayurveda, when it's the beginner, that's when it's going to be uh, give birth to Zachar. And we'll explain what that means, Baruchnius. Chazal say it's greater the, the acts of the Tzadikim, which that's the Avedah of the Yidin, more than the acts of creating the Shemayim Ba'arts, which that's the act of Hashem. This is the connection between the beginning of the parsha and the hachra, the psaktin of Rabbah. He says, uh, according to the halacha, we don't paskin based on a baskol because the Torah is not in Shemayim. Hashem gave the Torah in this world, meaning is Hashem wants us to pass in halacha how it is, how the reality is on the ground. It has to be how we understand it, how we experience the world, and how we experience the Torah. We have to make a psaq based on that. And therefore, Taka, the Rambam Paskins like the Mesif of the Rukia, not like the Shemaim, because the Rambam understands, uh, uh, understands it like, like similar to the Sif of the Rukia. He looks how it is in this world. And this is why we said, oh, who's present? Rabbah's present. So we asked at the beginning of the Sikha, does that mean that Rabbah's greater than Hashem? He's able to make a psaqin better than Hashem? He says, no, that's not the idea. It's rather because we can't paskin just because Hashem says it. We have to paskin what the reality is in this world. Therefore, we needed a person down here to make a psaq. We needed Rabbah. Rather, the Torah is given in this world, and Hashem laughs and smiles that even when we disagree with what Hashem, Kadosh Baruch Hu, I should say, wanted, and we pass him differently, He smiles and says, You've beaten me. Uh, and therefore, Rabbah below, He says it's Tar. And, and because and, and this is the same point where we're saying that specifically the Avedis Hamata has a greater mileage even than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As we're explaining earlier in the Sicha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Indian of Seva Kalamin. But Rabbah, who's the Avedis of the Mata, he connects to the even deeper level. He's connecting to Atzmusa and Husay Spark. I so just a question. So why does the Rabbah not paskin like Rabbah? Why does he need paskin? Why does he pass in the Masif And not like Rabbah? So look at R34. He says, "Afilu lakasev mishnah b'shevashas yitzias neshmasaycholu." Haikushenam rab the rabbi neichach leinoida shahiye b'shevashas yitzias neshama. He's according to the kasev mishnah. This he passed in when the neshama was going out. Meaning is the reason why he didn't pass in like rabbi baranachmeni is because it was at the time, it was at the moment that he was dying. So according to the Rambam, that was not considered that it was a psakt in lamata, um, and therefore when. They said, oh, Rabbah is present, meaning he's present in this world, therefore he can make a psaq. They didn't know that the psaq would be when the neshama was leaving, uh, therefore they said Rabbah is present. Uh, because Allah could have been like Rabbah. But Papayal, it was right when his neshama was leaving, and therefore he was not considered that he was in this world according to the Rama, and therefore according to the Rama, Allah is not like, like him. So, there's the Pnimis in Yang. So the Torah of Rabbah that he said tar tar that is considered the Maisa Sadiqim. That's the same idea of Isha Mizras. That's greater than the Psaktin of Hashem that he says Tahar and the idea of Ishmazriya. That's greater than the Maisa Kadush Baruch. And the reasoning is because the Amira, this Psaq of Rabbah, that was Dafka able to be Mamshik, the level of Yachid. And therefore, it was able to be Machriya uh, between Hashem and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
between Hashem and the Masif Terukia. He says, and just like the Maila of Isha Mizras Tchila and gives birth to a Zacher, which Baruchnius, what does this mean? That the Maila of the Zacher is that he has a Das Chazaka, a strong Das which doesn't change. In Chasidis, a Das means the, the ability to connect what you understand to the way that you feel. Meaning is that when a Zacher, a Baruchnius is contemplating the greatness of Hashem, that creates and changes the way that he feels and ultimately also changes the action that he does. So the, uh, the Seichel is connected, has a strong connection and a permanent connection um, to the emotions. Masha'in came, the idea of Isha, what does not have this meaning of Das Chazaka. So when you say that it's Yelad Zacha, what that means is that when the work comes from the matam when the work comes from us, then this that we're able to create, this connection that we're able to connect to Hashem is much stronger. And as especially how we're explaining over here that the strength is not just only because there's a, a deeper union of Das, but it's also connecting to a much deeper union within Hashem. It's connecting to Musabat Musayisbarh, which ultimately is the greatest level of Das, because Das means to connect and you're connecting to the deepest essence of who you truly are, which is Atmusa Musayisbarh. So this that Hashem says Tar that does not negate the ability for the Mesifta to argue on Hashem. So when Hashem said Tar, there was still the ability to change it because the Mesifta Durkia said something different. So we see that from how it is from Seviv till it reaches down into our world, there already the change, even to how it reached the Masif to the Rikia, there already was a change. But when Rabba made the Psaktin, which is the idea of the Isha, that's able to be the machria. Meaning is that even the Masif is maskim to this that Rabbah says. Everybody is maskim. Even the Soiv Kolamim, the Masif Kadosh Baruch all are agreeing. And that is the idea of Yaled Zacher, this idea of this permanent permanence.